0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly. My name is Trevor. I'm one of the pastors at the Church of Greer Station and your host. The Weekly is a 20-minute podcast devoted to books, current events, and issues relevant to the life of our church. The Church of Greer Station exists to make Jesus known from Greer to the ends of the earth. How are we going to go about that in the month of November? That's what Aaron and I are discussing on the podcast today. We're talking about the different things that we've got going on this month, the reasoning behind them, and we also acknowledge that this is usually Hannah's job and that Aaron is a lesser substitute, but hopefully you can stomach his time on the podcast today and it's a little bit encouraging to you. Aaron, how are you today, sir?
1: I'm great, Trevor. How are you? I am swell. I'm, I'm hydrating right now with some Crystal Geyser Alpine Spring water. Dude, I have drank so much water today. I had uh, breakfast with uh, Merrick Gant and lunch with Jonathan Franklin, and I've just been chugging water all day, so I'm super hydrated. Getting
0: it done. One thing I said earlier about Aaron is I've appreciated in his short stint with us, he has met with like... 150 people it feels like
1: maybe In I don't know if of I've like met six with six every weeks, member but I'm trying to get there
0: yeah you're killing it I love it um, uh, here's a surprise question for you um, if you were to just go with like a guilty pleasure drink it's like a Christmas party and you got all sorts of two liters around what's the one thing you're going for
1: hmm probably hmm it's a good question. Probably because I have it so rarely. I've actually never seen this in a two-liter. It would be Mr. Pibb.
0: Mr. Pibb, man. If,
1: if that was in a, if that was in a two-liter, if I'm at, if I'm at a fast food restaurant and they got Mr. Pibb, I'm, a, I'm gonna go for it. Dr Pepper would be my favorite, but Mr. Pibb I have so rarely. And I don't even know if it still exists.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, is Mr. Pibb still a thing?
1: I don't know. Never seen it in a two-liter though. But that would be my like. People think I'm a little weird because I like Mr. Pibb.
0: Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I can get down with some Mr. Pibb. I like that. Dr. Pepper, all the... wine is Dr. also Pepper's kind of cousins. in there for me. Yeah, uh, it's good.
1: Cherry Dr. Pepper.
0: Cherry Coke, yeah. I, I never drink soda. I pretty much only drink water and coffee, except when I get a Chick-fil-A, I'll get lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do drink soda, it feels like I've drunk, like I've chugged a bottle of maple syrup. I just, I'm not used to it, and it's just kind of gross. Yeah, in
1: high school, I could put it back like six you know, cupfuls while I'm eating some chicken tenders, and now I feel terrible if I drink 12 ounces. Yeah,
0: I get it. We're getting old. Welcome to being old. Um, <clears throat> so we we are discussing today the month of November, uh, the sorts of things we're up to as a church uh, and our reasoning behind them. So I invited Aaron on with me to talk about these things, talk about making Jesus known and making Jesus known through, known through these particular events. So the first thing that we'll highlight is... Uh, the ongoing equip class that we have that, that began on October 20th will be going through the month of November. Uh, tell us a little bit about the equip class and tell us how it fits within the broader vision of the Church River Station.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'll say first I'm I'm glad to be on this podcast, even though I know um, Hannah really just has the perfect voice for talking about our events and describing our events. I Always love listening to. To when she tells us yeah. what's coming let, up, let the listener so understand. Let me you. just be—I'm a lesser yeah, of absolutely. Hannah, and Hannah's coming back soon. So, I love doing podcasts, but um, Hannah's better. This so. is
0: your one shot at doing this. Okay, particular. hopefully,
1: I'll do really, really well, <laughs> um, and I, maybe we can do a, a three people one. Perfect. I would I would enjoy that. But yeah, so we're doing an equipped class uh, called the Old Roads, where we're talking about the the disciplines. Of Christ. So so far, we've talked about Bible intake, and we've talked about prayer, and then we're going to be talking. Um, I guess when this when this podcast comes out, we've also talked about fasting and stewardship of money and time, and we're going to talk about serving people and silence and solitude. All of these things that we see throughout the Scripture, we see especially in Jesus's life, that help us to grow in our love for Christ and to help us be energized and pushed to make Christ known. Um, we, I, I think for me, the benefit of going through this class right now, while I'm also teaching it, but I'm very much just a, a, a partaker in the class because I get to prepare content and also just learn and soak in, is really being able to, to hit the reset button uh, for me. Um, I feel like I kind of need to do this yearly of just, okay, I, I'm in a new season of life or a new phase of life or things are different than they were or... I've grown slack or lackadaisical or whatever it may be to just be reminded of um, gifts that God really gives to us to know him more, to love him more. And um, so, yeah, so we're just trying to help ourselves love Jesus more and practice the disciplines that that he has practiced.
0: Yeah, to walk after Christ, walk Mm. in the manner of Christ. One thing I do love, and it's worth repeating, that you said in your week and Jonathan reiterated this week is that Uh, we don't get to choose the ways that we follow Jesus. We don't get to choose the ways that we discipline ourselves for godliness. Mm. Uh, Jesus gifted us these disciplines. Mm. He, He modeled them and then gave them to us. And in a world where we... Everything that we do is a conscious choice to do it. Like every day you have limitless options for lunch, and every day you have limitless options for the thing you're going to listen to on the way to work or school or whatever it might be. It's kind of wonderful to be given a gift Mm. like this, Mm. that we don't have to chart some kind of unique spiritual course because Mm -hmm. Jesus has done that for us. Mm. That's uh, a point that you guys have made that I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, So that's uh, ongoing through the month of November. Um, November 3rd, so by the time this episode has released, uh, we will have begun a new teaching series. We're going to spend four weeks in Jesus' kingdom parables from Matthew chapter 13. Um, We're entitling this series, Tell It Slant. And the the idea there is that rather than straightforward teaching uh, in this section, Jesus is rather telling it slant. He's using parables, stories to speak to realities of the kingdom. I'm really looking forward to the series, and I'm sure that the first Sunday will have gone exceptionally.
1: Um,
0: right, Aaron? I know I know mind. it's going
1: to go really great. It's uh, a beast of a chapter to yeah. get Matthew 13 organized, and we have um, tried to work really hard over the last couple of weeks. Trevor's worked hard for even months trying to to think through how to organize this and um, decipher it and be clear, um, because it, it most fits sitting in one reading, but I think preaching uh, 58 verses would not do it uh, justice in a in a good 35-minute sermon. So we're going to do our best to honor God's Word and, and teach it well.
0: Did you know, so, so the way that we've, you, listener, you've probably picked up on this, the way that we've been teaching through Matthew is we're taking it in these really, uh, Matthew's divided up, centering around five discourses, and there's bits before and after the discourses. and So we're kind of taking each of those different sections and treating it as its own little mini-series and making our way through Matthew that way. And this is one of the next bits of that series. But I guess it was the summer of uh, of 18, we did the Sermon on the Mount. Hmm. And the way that we concluded that was I just read the Sermon on the Mount as the sermon. Hmm. Um, We had some visitors who have never come back after that. (laughs) So I don't know what to make of that. Hmm. It was some of the easiest sermon prep I've ever done, though
1: wow, and there's nothing better to preach than just just Jesus. the words of Jesus,
0: the greatest sermon ever delivered so uh yeah, um so instead of doing that we're gonna we're gonna break it up, break mm. up these fifty eight verses and, and teach them anyway so uh that's uh, November third on November ninth uh, we have got a hiking trip on the calendar for our college students. Hmm. Um, what would you say is the importance of um like, why would we do an event like that?
1: Yeah, I I love college students. I um, led college ministry at the Church of Cherrydale for, for three years. And um, doing events like this are just huge in, especially for college students, for some reason, and I, it's probably all walks of life, getting out and doing an event, doing something together that is not necessarily the norm of you know going to the library going to i don't know all the fancy words for north greenville places to go but the dining hall or the i think there's a stud or something like that yeah um going and doing something different and outside of of the normal space um getting to enjoy god's beautiful uh, creation we just live in, a, in an amazing place i think coming back from kenya casey and i are reminded just how beautiful of a land we live in here in the the mountains of of kind of South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee. Um, so just being able to get outdoors, see God's creation, and enjoy that together I think really builds friendships, relationships, um, lets us have significant conversations about Jesus as we're walking and laughing and, and just enjoying time together.
0: Yeah, that's good. And it's, it's always beneficial to provide on-ramps or like avenues for college students to mm. find a place in the local church. That's right. We, we very much champion belonging to a church, especially in college years. Um, speaking of belonging to a church, on November tenth, we have our next members meeting, five p.m. at the gym. In the gym at Griffers Baptist, um, this members meeting, we where it, it's sort of the norm for us in our November members meeting to talk through the the, the budget for the next calendar year. We're going to be doing that this members meeting, um, thinking about uh, you know one of the things that we've we've talked about is how we've revision to have everything pointed in the direction of making jesus known and we even want that to be reflected in our budget the way that we think about our budget the way that we budget our finances we want to budget uh, even towards that end towards making jesus known Um, and because uh, membership is a privilege and responsibility it's it's the responsibility of the church to ultimately approve that to determine if this budget does indeed kind of point in the direction of making jesus known so Mm -hmm. that's that's part of what we'll be doing um We'll be discussing the constitution and those things, and some of the changes that we've we've made there. Um, but Aaron, what would you say is the the value of members' meetings? Why why would you encourage uh, a member listening to this to make a members' meeting a priority?
1: I think that uh, we talk about continuously here at TCGS both the the privilege and the responsibility of membership. So it is a it is a privilege, a God given privilege to be able to gather as the church body, um, whether that be on Sunday mornings, whether that's with smaller smaller groups in our community groups that meet throughout the week. Um, but it is such a privilege to be able to gather freely and talk about what the Lord's doing, wrestle through things together, encourage one another, um, hear updates from our elders about, about kind of where we're going, allow the church to provide feedback on that. I think that's, we are a church who um, promotes that we are congregationally uh, ruled. So we are, we are led by our elders um, you know, well and in a godly direction, but, but the congregation is the one who gives feedback, the one who's gonna really ultimately make the, the most important decision. So we need, um, we believe in regenerate church membership. So every member um, of TCGS you know, is, is ideally a, a walking and saving faith with Christ. And we need their input on um, where we're going. We think the spirit's working in each of our each of our people. Um, so we, we need we need feedback. We need an investment. Um, and that's even if you come and you don't ask a question, you don't really have any feedback necessarily. We still need we need you there because you are an important part of our of our body. Um, just as you know, every member of a family is vital. Every member of um, the the church plays a very similar similar role. In every
0: member of the body, yeah, uh, the physical body, yeah, uh, we we use the language of member and body so frequently that we forget that all of that stuff is metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Um, that the the reason that we refer, were, you know, we talk about our fingers and our toes as members, but they're members of our body, and uh, you know, our pancreas and lungs and heart and nose and. Tongue, all of that's a, a member of our body. Mm. It's, a, it's a, portion of our body that all serve purposes. Mm. I don't actually know what the pancreas does, but I'm sure it does something.
1: I have no idea. I'm, I'm a math guy and a Bible guy, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So anyway.
0: Um. Anyway, yeah. You, you pancreas, who's listening to this? You come. You serve some purpose, even if we don't know what it is. You serve some purpose. For,
1: yeah. And I think that's that's the beauty of of the church in general. As we've united as. Um People who are under the rule and reign of Christ, even if even in our, all of our differences, all of our different backgrounds, different family structures, all of that, we are united um, as uh, 1 Corinthians 12 would highlight that we are one body with many many members, and so we, we need each of those members. And just the joy of being able to, how often do you get to gather and fellowship and talk through really important things with the people who love you, want to serve you want to be with you want to high five you want to eat with you want to hang out with you um i think i've just really been reminded of the beauty of being with people Mm -hmm. and relationships and we get the opportunity to come together and do that with with everyone Mm -hmm. so that's a that's really beautiful
0: and shout out to greer first for hosting us again um uh, next on the calendar, November seventeenth, Sunday, November seventeenth, we have our next parent commissioning. Now, this is a this is an event where our parents stand before the church and vow to raise this particular child in the Lord. Uh, this is something that we've done several times now, and and some traditions they they refer to it as a child dedication, and we prefer the language of parent commissioning because it we feel like it foregrounds kind of the the main point of what's happening. Um, it's not so much that the child is being dedicated; it's that the parents are. Vowing before the church that they're going to do their darndest to raise this child in the Lord by the by the power of the Spirit, and uh, this is our church, kind of setting them s- setting them apart and kind of commissioning them out for that particular mm. task. Mm. Uh, anything you'd add to the?
1: No, that's that's just so good. My uh, my wife is due with our first child in February, and so I'm super excited to get to participate in the in the next one. Lord willing, um, that you know everything kind of goes according to how we would plan it, but. What a what a huge responsibility. Mm. Um, just listening to to people talk about um, praying for the salvation of of their children. I heard the the Canadas mention that um, this past uh, equip class, just praying over their children for their salvation, trying to um, sing songs together. And um, there's just a lot, there's a lot of weight there, um, and it's really important. And so we want to to commission parents with the with the importance of that. And then also um, that we're there with them. You know, mm. we're, we're mm-hmm. together. Um, I think, you know, Jude and Nate and Ruthie Hoffman need, um, you know, the Hannah Koshals and the Aaron Markhams and the other people of the church um, coming alongside that as well. So it's it's just a beautiful picture all around of yeah. the body of Christ.
0: Yeah, right on. We we, we talked a lot about, um, or, or at least I've made mention of this several times here recently, is that... We we frequently live buffered lives instead of porous lives. Hmm. So we we're buffered in the sense that we always kind of keep a distance between our individual selves and others and our in our homes and others that there's kind of a protective posture that I don't want to let anyone in. Um, I want to wall up, kind of belong to myself, belong to my, nuclear family unit and just kind of stay put and stay safe. Mm. Uh, that's kind of a buffered existence. Um, but as Christians, what what we want to, and as the Church of Your Station more specifically, we, we want to aspire to live porous lives, have a porous existence where there's always coming and going uh, in our individual lives. We're, we're always welcoming people in. We're always inviting people in, um, whether that be, you know, breakfasts and, and coffees and lunches during the week, but also our families, there's kind of a porousness to our families and that there's always folks in our church that are in our home. We're in other people's homes, mm-hmm. um, and with that, we hope that there's a porousness of uh, influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's uh, like the other night, Jacob Farrell and Bridget Farrell came over and hung out, babysat with our kids mm-hmm. while we could. While we could, Emily and I went out to eat, and we just have full confidence that Jacob and Bridget not not only are, are going to feed them and, and take care of the kids, but that they're they're going to be just additional positive voices and Mm. influences and Mm. examples in following jesus Mm. um and so the parent commissioning is kind of a i don't know kind of an exercise in being a porous community you know like we're inviting the church to like see us and observe us and help us uh in, in raising our kids does that make sense
1: yeah that's really good yeah.
0: That's really, really good. Uh, so, yeah, that's November 17th. Um, if you're interested, you can sign up at our website, and uh, there's some prompts there about sending the, your, your child's picture and things like that to our media address so we can get their cute faces up on the screen. Uh, and then in the last event in November, November 24th, we're having our, I think, third annual or so Turkey Bowl where we're going to be playing flag football the details where, where are we doing that that's we're scary. doing
1: it at at Fairview um i'm not exactly sure which field yeah that's, that's right we got some fields out at fairview
0: yeah yeah fairview baptist um ingles on 290 across the street from ingles on 290 Perfect. are some fields out there so at 330, 30. 3:30 p.m. we're going to be playing flag football uh Bryce has been organizing that event um it's just it's a it's another fun opportunity to be together mm-hmm. um, all ages Guys, gals, everyone's welcome. It'll be it'll be fun, but and because it's a Greer station event, there's going to be some people who take it way more competitively than uh, than others, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, it'll be uh, good. there might be. Um, hopefully, there won't be any any exhortations or needing to to rebuke anyone at the end of the <laughs> end of the afternoon. But I think it'll be a it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and let me just go ahead and issue a warning out there for you, listener: if Emily Hoffman plays. She's gonna, she's gonna play it up like she's not trying real hard and she's just out here to have fun. But the truth about Emily Hoffman is that she's competitive and she's athletic
1: and she's out there to fully intent on making a fool out of you. Touchdowns are gonna rain. That's right. And I hope I hope we get to see um, Emily play against specifically Bryce's community group, the Gardner group. Um, they, I've, they've even tried to recruit me over to be a part of their community group by, um, by this time to be a part of their team. And they seem to have a pretty good little, little team, but I, um, I'm hoping someone takes them down and can put them in their place.
0: Mm. Mm. We might have to bust that up. That seems like it's a, a bit of a monopoly there mm. on some studs. So, uh, yeah, so just mark your calendars, November 24th. Again, the, kind of the reasoning behind this event is just to create community, mm. togetherness, have fun together, be together as families, create some porousness even in just kind of doing silly, fun things like playing flag football.
1: Yeah, So totally. Cool. All
0: right, so that's the month of November. Aaron, any concluding remarks?
1: No, I'm, I'm really excited for, for November. I'm excited to, to be with the body. Um, that's, that's probably been the biggest blessing in my wife and I over the last, I guess we've been here um, almost a month and a half is just getting to know people, being with people, encouraged by people, challenged by people, um, to know Christ more and to make Christ known
0: it's good thanks for listening we'll talk with you next week